Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. This is Jennifer. Now this week, we're going to talk about how you can improve practice management and maximize your marketing budget. Improvements to practice management strategies, when combined with effective marketing plans, can really pay off for your medical practice. But where do you start and how do you measure success? In this week's episode, Christy Moss, president of Moss Resource Group, joins our guest host, Keith Landry, to discuss ways to streamline practice management while using your marketing budget wisely to generate revenue. Now, Christy Moss is president and owner of Moss Resource Group, a company she founded 20 years ago. She's a medical practice management consultant who partners with healthcare organizations to help them achieve profitable growth and efficient operations. Her team implements solutions to create and maintain high-performing organizations. We've had the chance to work with Christy on some projects, and I think you're going to get a lot out of this week's episode. So let's get right to it. Hello, everyone. I'm Keith Landry, and I'm joined today by Christy Moss, the president of Moss Resource Group. And she has an interesting career, and we're going to delve into that today and see how the work she does and the consulting she does relates to the marketing efforts of medical groups and medical practice managers. Thanks for being here with us, Ms. Moss. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is a pleasure. So what you do at Moss Resource Group is you partner with healthcare organizations to create and implement their growth and efficient operation strategies. And in the end, your goal is to implement solutions to create and maintain high-performing organizations. And frankly, let's face it, when we go into business, what we want to have is a high-performing organization. So how do you strive to meet that benchmark every day? So every day, with every practice with which I work, we are focused on, you know, there's a lot of the daily grind, but we take a look at strategically where do we want to be and what do we want to do. So from an operational perspective, from a productivity perspective, from a strategic perspective, where do we want to go? And so we try to live daily by where we want to be in the long term. As you know, that doesn't always happen, but we work, that, we work at that to do our very best. Great. And for our listeners, we'll, tie to, we'll try to tie some of those functions and operations and successes into how they market their practices. So let's take a little look at that. What are some of the big trends that you're observing currently about healthcare organizations and medical practices? What are the, You advise them on a wide variety of financial and operational employee-based uh, aspects of what they do. What are some of the trends you're seeing out there as we move into a post-COVID era? There are many trends, and many of these were started even prior to the COVID area, but I think COVID has increased the growth rate exponentially. So with, with the COVID area and with just life in general, I think we're seeing a lot in terms of it's a new, it's a new method of taking care of patients. 
No longer are we just checking in the patients into our clinic, doing the same old, same old, and getting them back out with wearable technology, artificial intelligence, with telehealth, with virtual visits. Patients, actually patients know a lot more about what's going on, but practices are doing much more with these new technologies in order to treat the patients. And so in order to see the patients and care for them, like the wearable technologies can tell us a lot about what's going on within, within the patient rather than them having to come in necessarily and have a blood test drawn or have their heart rate monitored. Christy, that's a great point about patients being more aware and more attuned and maybe shopping around a little bit more for options. How does that trend of patient awareness being raised combined with things like that artificial intelligence and wearable technologies, where do you see that all going over the next few years? I think that requires us as practices to be much more knowledgeable about what we're doing and make sure that we're taking good care of the patients and we're on the cutting edge of the newest trends. What it comes down to, Keith, is are we doing the very best we can with the resources that we have? Meaning when patients see us, whether it be virtually or whether it's if they come into the office, are, we, are they having the best experience that they can have in terms of from when they check in at the front desk, from the providers who care for them, for the nurses, for our ancillary services? Are they receiving the best care and do they feel like they are the most important, they are the most important being at that time? Hey guys, Corey here, co-host of the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast, and I wanted to interrupt this episode just for a minute to tell you about Insight Training Solutions. So Insight Training Solutions is an ongoing employee engagement and training platform for your medical practice, meaning employees can log on and take these medical practice-specific trainings whenever and wherever they are. And each training is meant to increase employee engagement, improve practice reputation, and develop some patient service mindsets. If we're being honest, something that we all know some of the employees may lack. Not uh, calling anybody out by name, but uh, one of the cool things about Insight Training Solutions is they're always developing new content. And they just released 10 Steps to a Phenomenal Patient Experience, where you'll learn how to create a phenomenal patient experience, strengthen job security, and discover customer service secrets for your entire team. So this course is in addition to the other ones they already have, which include communication across generations and how to understand today's multi-generational workforce and how to develop overall patient experience. This is another course, the new approach to customer service. We've also got eight ways to wow patients and you can sign up for a free trial to see what everything is about uh, at insighttrainingsolutions.io that's insighttrainingsolutions.io or just google insight training solutions you'll be glad you did Great points. And when you talk about receiving the best care and that added customer service element of what medical teams do, how does marketing play into all that? How is marketing playing into these trends we just spoke about? I think marketing is a key piece. I see marketing as a communications tool to let patients know what services we're providing, the newest services that, we're, that we've got for them Marketing is comprised both internally and externally. First of all, I think as a practice, it's important to identify your strategy. What's your mission? What are your values? Where do you want to be? And then to create 
to create a marketing plan that evolves well with that or connects well with that so that we can live our marketing plan daily. Now marketing, there's a lot that goes into that. I think it has to be planned and you need to set up a budget and you need to identify what you want your measurements to be and to be measuring it because it's very tactical. But I also think you have to look at internally, are we taking great care of our employees from both a social perspective and a health-wise perspective? Do we have a great environment for them? Because a big percentage of our referrals can come from employees, but also the employees, if we're taking good care of them, they'll take great care of the patients who are coming in and who they're talking to on the phone. So producing a well-oiled machine, both internally and externally. And you know, it's interesting, you focus on so many aspects of how a doctor's group runs their operations, you know, financial and employment and HR and budgetary and long-term view. How often should these medical practice managers be reviewing the marketing plan? That's a great question, Keith. I think that on a monthly basis, monthly is maybe too frequent to measure the data because sometimes it takes a while for the marketing that you do to present itself. I think at a minimum quarterly it should be reviewed in terms of where do we want to get to, what are the tactics that we hope to achieve, I mean not hope that we plan to achieve, and where are we at related to those. So I think a quarterly basis would be a wise time frame to look at those marketing requirements. And make the adjustments, especially in the year 2020, which has been the greatest whirlwind of change in nearly every sector in the economy. So, yeah, you might want to make sure you're being nimble on your marketing, yeah? Well, and very truly. And, and honestly, we you need to be agile because as things change, and things change more frequently than quarterly, if you're not doing anything, I think quarterly is a minimum. But as things are changing, like right now with COVID, as COVID's changing, I think you have to be agile and tactical in terms of what you're doing and being, being willing and able to make a change within a week or two. But I also think you need to be true to what your mission and your vision are and what is it that you hope to achieve. You know, I love the way you defined marketing as both internally with the employees and externally with the general public and with patients and potential patients because I, I just love the way you defined that. So... In terms of marketing, what are we seeing practices do right? I think we're seeing practices, well, first, as I alluded to earlier, it's important to take care of what's happening in-house and making sure that you're taking great care of your employees, but also taking great care of the patients who are coming in your door. And, and I'm not talking just about quality. Quality is a given. I guess I, I expect that as a standard. Mm -hmm. But Customer service, are we treating them well? Are we answering the phones? Are we scheduling appointments? Or do we have an online ability for patients to do that? <clears throat> In addition, I think it's important for, for practices to be looking at what are they doing from a, from a social communication standpoint? Are they, are they online? Are they doing blogs? Do we have videos online? Do we have options? Do we have, are we, creating white papers? Are we allowing patients to access our schedules online or allowing them to pay us online? All of those. Make sure that our social media outlets are working well for us, but also use technology and use, I guess I would consider it um, public, public communications. Are, are our doctors or our nurses doing things that are newsworthy so that the newspaper articles are catching information, writing articles about us, or we're hitting the nightly news or the morning news. 
for things that we are truly doing that are making a difference in the world or that are cutting edge. Hmm. Great points. And you spend a lot of time focusing on budgets, both at the macro level and then probably at itemized levels as well, looking for overall improvements in efficiencies. How does the marketing budget and the marketing effort and maybe the numbers, the growth and the practice that that produces, how does that affect the overall budget? Do you mean in terms of from the cost perspective or the profitability perspective, Keith? What's the general impact of the marketing effort on the growth of the practice if it's going well? If it's going well, it has a very positive impact on the practice because if you're doing a good job with marketing, that means you're generating, that means you're maintaining the patients that you have and you're adding patients to the service line that you have, depending on your specialty. So I think marketing dollars that are spent well and that are being effective they're making an impact in terms of bringing in more patients, which generates higher revenue, which in turn allows practices to spend more, to take care of the patients and to have more profitability for the providers and the employees who are working there. Hmm. Great points. And you know, uh, during the, the COVID pandemic, uh, a lot of the doctor's practices saw a reduction in the number of visits. So maybe they felt like money was a little bit tighter for a while. Uh, what would you say to them about not cutting the marketing budget for the rest of 2020? I would suggest that if they cut the marketing budget, they will also cut their productivity for the rest of 2020. I think marketing, it's, a, it's important to identify what your budget's going to be. And you do need to make adjustments as you're going along. I think marketing is very important, though, to let patients know, especially right now, what are the options that we have? How can we take care of you, maybe through a virtual visit. Let's let patients know what we can do for them so that they can continue to easily achieve access to us. All right, now I wanna talk about failure because we can all learn so much from failure as I <laughs> throughout my life. And, uh, <laughs> let's talk about what some medical practices are not doing correctly and how that's showing up in their marketing efforts so that our listeners can learn from their failures. Gotcha. Well, I think some practices, going back to what we talked about earlier, some practices are just spending money like they always used to for marketing, and they, it's not really targeted. They don't really know what they're spending their money for, or they may not be measuring the impact that their marketing budget has. So what is it that, so maybe I should go back and say, they're not identifying what they want to achieve, and so they don't know how to get there because if you don't have a goal there and if you don't have a target, you're never going to hit it. So I think that's something that a lot of practices don't do. They don't consider marketing a very important, a very important part of their practice. And so maybe they spend a thousand dollars a year or five thousand dollars a year on a billboard or twenty thousand a year on TV commercials. But is that really where they need to be marketing? Hmm, great points. Do you have probably any a primary? I, I'm sorry. Do you have any insights on marketing efforts that tend to have a nice payback? Do you have details on any analysis on what tends to pay off when you start breaking down the budgets and analyzing how it's paying out? I do. I have, I have an example. So I work with quite a few different specialties and one that comes to mind very quickly because in Nebraska where I'm located and where one of my clients is, 
it's a dental office. And so dental practices and orthodontic offices were closed during the COVID. Mm -hmm. Practices were closed for elective procedures, but they were open to see patients. Well, these were completely closed. So following, following COVID, one of the practices that I work with, and they're very tactical about how they spend their marketing dollar, they discontinued marketing on TV because they realized it didn't bring them any value. However, they ramped up their social media and they put in just a little competition. And with that, they hit a higher number of, a higher number of new patients in the month of June than they had for a couple of years before. So that's an example. That's a great example because social media, uh, you know, being free to use it for the users and your recipients and your potential audience. We preach social media all day long in our marketing efforts. You just can't use it enough, in my opinion. I would agree. And, and you need to use it wisely. There are ways to promote your products on market on social media. And so it's wise to know what that is and what impact that will have or to identify the zip codes in which you're the most effective. Just like anything else, it's wise to know what you're doing and plan for it. So Christy, what, what are your closing thoughts in terms of how medical market managers should be thinking about marketing as they work to improve efficiency of their operations overall? What should they be looking at? What are the questions they should be asking? What should they be thinking about moving forward? So I, I think everyone needs to look at, is my, is my house in order? Are, my, are our basic skills and our basic services in order? And do we have access for patients? So when we do marketing, if patients call in and say, I'd like an appointment, that we have appointments available in a short period of time and not two months out. I think that's a basic thing that everyone needs to take a look at. But I also think that marketing managers need to consider where, what is our strategy? Where do we want to go? Who do we want to communicate with? And how do we need to get there? Lots of different methods to get to the same location. But to identify within your market, what is it that, where is it that you want to go and how do you want to get there? I think that's key. Great point. So, Christy, if people want to find out more information about the Moss Resource Group, where can they go? Well, you know what? My website is pretty, it's, it's not very developed, so don't go there. But you can send me an email, cmoss at mossresourcegroup.com, or text me, 402-650-3362, and I would love to talk with you. Or they can reach out to you, Keith, and you can give them my information. And I would be absolutely happy to do that. Christy Thanks Moss, so much. thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate the insights you've shared, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks so much, Keith. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.